We learned in episode one what it means to have a brand and what branding is all about. In this episode, we're going to dive deeper into brand elements, specifically focusing on what it means to have your voice, build your identity, have a promise, provide values, targeting and positioning all with your brand. Now, this is a very important episode, one in which it really helps you to build the foundation to your brand that helps you to understand what position you're going to have in the marketplace and what direction you're heading in as an organization. So sit back, get that popcorn, because I'm jealous I want some, and let's start branding. Hello, and welcome to What Makes You Click, a podcast about successful marketing approaches and tips. Every episode provides our listeners with innovative marketing trends, ideas, and strategies that drive increased revenue opportunities. Our guest experts, influencers, and business owners share their unique perspective on what makes customers click. Sit back and tune in for money-making advice from our experienced and hilarious marketing experts. So let's kick this off by talking about what your brand voice is. So we're not talking some sort of high-pitched or low-toned voice. We're talking about your brand's personality and emotion that you instill and infuse into your communications. Now, that can be in the form of many different communication, but really what it does is it helps to put a human behind the brand. More often than not, people do business with us not because of our organization, but because of the experience they have with us. And we are all humans that stand behind a brand. So when people get to relate to you and resonate with you, that becomes a more personalized touch that you can give and provide to people. And therefore, they want to do business with you. So your brand voice becomes your personality. It showcases your values. It helps distinguish you from your competition. Now, a lot of different types of people take voice in a different way. You can take humor to it. You could tell jokes. You could take a little bit more of a sadder approach if it's some sort of topic that you really need to tug at those heartstrings of people. There's many different voices that people try to instill in all of their marketing efforts. But your voice for your brand should always be some sort of steady personality that your customers grow to love and know. If you want to dive deeper into brand voice, then that's where you can discuss with us as consultants who can strategize with you on what it means to dive deeper into brand voice. So why is it having a strong brand voice important? Well, having that shows personality. It gives people a clear sense of purpose as to who you are and what you're selling. And their messaging that you put out there is delivered consistently everywhere that you have a presence. So let's talk about where that everywhere could be. So you may find that your business, as you're starting to figure out your brand, is going to have a website. Number one, I would always suggest you have some sort of website out there because the first thing that people are always going to do once they meet you is go out there and check out who you are and what your company does. Guaranteed. So having some sort of website out there is very important. I always stress that if you're not comfortable making a website on your own, you really should hire a professional because that is something that they know how to do in and out, day in, day out. And what they can do is really help you to optimize your website for device, 
because that's part of Google rankings these days. It's not just mobile, it's iPad, it's tablet, and it's desktop computer. They all need to be optimized for each different device but also to help with search engine optimization and building in that foundation so that your website is constantly growing organically. So making sure that you have a website is very important. Number two, social media. Your messaging that you found on your website should also match on social media. You need to have some sort of connection between everybody as you're doing these things. So a presence on social media and your website need to be consistent. Now you might be putting out some email marketing or maybe some brochures or flyers. Again, everything is consistent. Your voice is going to be consistent throughout everything. If you don't have consistency, you start to lose your audience and your credibility, which sometimes you'll start to see your efforts falling flat or losing out on uh, another opportunity that someone's finding. So you really want to make sure that your voice and your messaging is very important. So what's the difference? Um, This is a question I get asked a lot, actually. What's the difference between having your brand's voice and having your brand's tone? So let's explain the two. Voice. Your voice is your brand describes your company's personality. It's consistent. It never changes. It's never unwavering. The tone of your brand is the emotions that are applied to your voice that myself as the consumer start to resonate and to feel. Your tone can adjust to what's suitable in the messaging. So again, going back to that example where I had said you could take humor or maybe you have a little bit more of a somber approach to your tone because in the messaging, uh, it needs to be something that resonates with someone a little bit more on a deeper level. So whatever it is, the tone is important, but so is making sure that you have the voice. So there's two different ways to look at that, both equally important to building your brand. In establishing your own brand voice, um, usually what we do is follow a few different steps. So making sure, number one, it's going to be consistent across all marketing materials can sometimes feel intimidating. Um, We often have businesses say, I feel like I tried to do it, but I'm not really sure. So if you're not sure, definitely reach out to us because we can help you to just read through and make sure that your brand is as stable as you need it to be. So let's talk about these steps. So the first step, let's focus on your company mission statement. So what's a mission statement? Mission statement is really what you are all about as an organization. Our mission is to bring quality food and health healthy products to shelves across America. Whatever your mission statement may be, it needs to reflect your values and what you believe in as an organization. Now, if you are a health food store, you're not going to be talking about, you know, products that relate to TVs or computers. You're going to be talking about stuff that you find valuable. So your mission statement has to reflect your company values. It should be easily found um, on your website. It's a really good starting point to figure out how all of your marketing efforts are going to connect with the values that you bring in your brand. So then step number two, that's the first thing we look at. And step number two, when we're auditing and looking at businesses, we're looking at their current content and messaging. So we are 
diving deeper into what we see that exists out on the website or in different blog posts or social media, uh, anything from videos, print collateral, those brochures or rack cards that you have. Sometimes um, businesses have in-store signage, uh, signs that you hang up with different promotions or products. We review that. We also review TV commercials, radio spots, um, and really just the overall setup and how you have everything laid out to help with building your search engine optimization. So there's a consistent theme we're looking for, and it's that is your messaging the same across all of these different platforms? Is your tone pretty similar, or at least matching to what your promotion or communication is gonna be? And do you feel like you have purpose behind what this is all about? Do I feel like as a consumer, I can understand what it is you want me to know or what action you're asking me to take? And that's very important. We've talked about that in other episodes, call to action. If you don't give me direction on where I should be going, how am I supposed to know what the end results should be? So if you want me to schedule signups for some free demo that you're offering, you need to say that. Sign up now for your free demo. Don't wait, act today. You know, putting a little sense of urgency behind things never hurts. So then the third thing sometimes we do when we're looking at, you know, assessing how the brand voice and brand messaging is for our customers is we do a survey and we try to do something called an NPS or net performance score survey. So what that does is basically survey your existing clients and seeing how they rank you as an individual company. So we're looking at, you know, a score of eight to 10, you know, might be a really positive interaction that an experience they've had with your brand. A score of six to seven might say, okay, we have some vulnerability somewhere. And maybe if you get a score between one and five, that's your opportunity to reach out to these individuals to say, hey, what's going on and what could we have done better? Uh, So net performance scores or NPS surveys um, are really important to businesses and companies trying to understand their positioning with their existing customers. Now, sometimes you don't have existing customers and you might want to do an audience survey for prospects, people that have not done business with you. And that's your opportunity to sometimes find out why. You know, why have they not done business with you or what is it that they're still questioning? And, you know, in those surveys, you can say, how would you describe our brand or our company and what types of product offerings do you feel that we offer? You know, if our company was a person, you know, what would that person sound like? Are they funny? Are they giggly? Are they laughing? Are they monotone? If I did this whole podcast just like this... You guys would be very bored after a while. But if I sat here and talked to you about all the great things about finding your tone and appropriately aligning it with all of your marketing goals, and I did it with a smile on my face, guess what? It sounds a lot more exciting to you listening to this podcast versus me just sitting here and saying you really need to find your appropriate tone. Now, don't do that. 
So how do you create some of these surveys? Well, there's so many programs out there. We tend to use SurveyMonkey. Um, there is another one called Qualtrics. There are so many different survey programs out there. I mean, it's really just about making sure that you are developing a survey that has all of the questions and answers that you are looking for as an organization. So in the use of social media to share your surveys, you can send it to your email list. That's always really important. Um, you just trying to get engagement as much as possible. Okay, step four. Step four, and when we're looking at assessing all of this stuff, it's also about researching your audience. A simple exercise just to understand your audience is maybe grab a small sample of them and just figure out what they like and what they don't like. So ask them these questions like, why do you do business with us? What do you wish that we had that we don't currently offer today? You know, go out there and read some of these posts that other people that don't do business with you were writing about. So one of the best ways that I tell people to do market research before they even jump into any type of particular topic is I say, go out there and read different forums. Sometimes Reddit has a lot of different forums that you could then find. What are people asking for? Where are they seeking advice? And where do they feel like they just don't know and asking questions and that other experts are at answering these questions for them? So sometimes just choosing some of your existing customers, um, searching for you know this information through Google or Reddit or different search engines, being active on social media and just listening, listening to what people are talking about. You know, what are their interests? Do these people you know, that do business with you? Are they into comedies? Are they into being active outdoors? Are they inter interested in gardening or cooking? You know, how do they write? Do they write um, with humor in there, with, you know, sarcasm? Do they, how do they write in, in, you feel like you can almost relate to that? And then some of the publications, like do research in your industry and like what publications out there exist um, that can really help you to learn more about not only what goes into your industry, but some of the clients and customers around you. And that's where you start getting into, you know, writing down a list of words that you feel represents your brand. So one of the best exercises that I love doing with people when they come to my office, especially with new client calls, is you know, we have a whiteboard and I basically say, tell me everything that would describe your business. And we start writing down keywords. And a lot of times when you write down those keywords on a whiteboard, you start formulating your mission. You start formulating what your vision is for the organization. You start formulating that content that you're going to be putting out there for people to read and understand who you are and what you know. Now, I'm going to tell you a little secret here. Number one, always make sure that your audience can understand what you are writing. Meaning, do not get too technical. If I started throwing out terms like SEO and PPC and you know all of these different acronyms that nobody might understand, or maybe some of you listening to this podcast actually do know what they are, but let's say a lot of people didn't, I would lose you immediately. So I need to say search engine optimization or SEO or pay per click PPC. This is my opportunity to explain what all of these things are so that you as the individual on the other end of this podcast understands what those terms are. But when you get too technical in your language, you lose people fast. So make sure you dummy it down a little bit, you know, and then also 
understanding the likes um, and dislikes of your your uh, customer base is really important. You know, are you targeting males? Are you targeting females? Are you targeting both genders? What is the age demographic? And please don't tell me everyone because we all have different demographics that we target. And it's really good exercise for you to break up these individuals into different persona groups, meaning you're defining the characteristics of who this group is. So if I'm trying to target you know, weight loss products or maybe an exercise program that I have, I might say, okay, my first group is I'm going to target women between the ages of 30 and 40 um, who are very active, who are moms and have busy schedules. And I might target men between 35 and 45 who are busy every day and who enjoy an active lifestyle but find a hard time fitting in all the time into their schedule to be as active as they'd like to be. So right there, I have overlap in ages, but I'm defining clearly each persona group and giving them some sort of characteristic. And that's very important. Um, But it's very helpful for you to feel regardless of what this exercise is, regardless if you're doing surveys or defining and writing out on a whiteboard all of your, your, your characteristics of your brand, is to feel comfortable, familiar, and when you develop this wording and phrasing, make it feel authentic to your target audience. You don't want to start building relationships with people that are you're going to come across as fake and as if you don't know what topic you're talking about. And you know, it's funny, a lot of times people when I'm in my office, I actually have a couch in my office that people love to come and lie down on. And they like to tell me all about their marketing issues and concerns that they have. And really what it comes down to is that they just feel like they don't know. So a lot of times after we've talked through different opportunities and areas that they can focus on, they leave my office and say, geez, I feel like I just went through a marketing therapy session. And you know what? I think that's some of the best compliment that I've ever received because that's what I want to do. I want people to leave at the end of these podcasts, at the end of the consulting sessions that I do with people, feeling as if they're confident in what efforts they're trying to do and what direction they're going to go. Now, you're not always going to get it right the first time, and that's okay. I didn't get everything right the first time, but what I've done is I've put my head down and I've worked at it, and then I've assessed things. And then when I saw the key metrics I liked, I continued down that way. And if I didn't see something I liked again, I revamped it and changed it. It's all trial and error. You're not going to have all the answers correct the first time, nor will every other business owner. But what they do is they drive home the dedication and making sure that they feel confident in their vision, in their values, building out that proposition that you can put out on your website that basically tells me that this is who you are and this is the experience that I am going to receive as a result of partnering with you and your company in whatever capacity. And a lot of times we get into, you know, your identity, um, your identity being, you know, the different elements that go into your brand. So we talk about logo being, you know, the number one driver to what everyone looks at when they're considering a brand or a company in general. And within that logo, you've got to define your brand identity. And that comes into defining color palettes on the logo itself. 
uh, fonts, lettering? Is it going to be script? Is it going to be bold? Is it going to be italics? Are you going to have um, some sort of tagline incorporated into it? Uh, where are you going to have your logo displayed? Is it going to be on a sign outside front? Is it going to be all over your website? Which the answer to that is yes. Um, is it going to be on your marketing material? Again, yes. Your logo and your brand in all of your information and how to contact you should be everywhere possible because you don't ever want someone to say, well, I really didn't know how to get a hold of you. So I just went to some other company that I knew how to get a hold of. Uh-uh, wrong. Don't ever do that. Make sure that people find it very, very easy to call you or to get in touch with you. And then where does your logo and your brand identity get represented? Well, not only outside on the web, um, whether it's social media or website, but it's gonna be in shipping boxes or packaging or brand labels that you're creating. You know, we've worked on many different brand labels from different food products to beer and wine industry um, to, to just overall retail products. So, you know, your brand identity is placed on all of those um, in how people are viewing and representing your company. So let's talk about your brand promise for a second. So your brand promise is all about how you articulate unique values um, that your business provides to customers. What I'm going to do is stop here in this podcast because we've talked about a lot of different things. So what I'm going to encourage you all to do is take this podcast, re-listen to it again, and really start trying to define your brand values, your brand identity, um, and specifically really trying to look at you know the messaging that you have and that overall voice. In the next episode, we're going to get into your brand promise and your brand values and really what that means um, to helping you further develop your brand. I thank you for listening to our podcast. Join us in the next episode where we dive deeper into the elements of branding. And please bring that popcorn. You have reached the end of another episode of What Makes You Click. Check us out at promarketing.com forward slash what makes you click. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter to receive our free resources and materials. See you in the next episode.